Worship in the World is a screen-free worship experience brought to you by Downtown Church. Downtown Church is a community of unfinished people based in Columbia, South Carolina. We believe in asking honest questions as we strive to follow Christ within our own communities, loving people wherever they find themselves on their faith journey. Thank you for being with us today.
Let's begin with a word of prayer. God, you are always doing something new. Do something new in us this day, this week, this month, this year. Teach us your word so that our lips may proclaim your praise. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. We start the new year with a new sermon series and it's called There's a Psalm for That. For every experience, for every human emotion or expression, there is a psalm for that. Today we begin with the word help. So in those moments when you're at wit's end and it feels like you're out of resources and you have nowhere to turn, that's so appropriate for the sermon, I can't even tell you. (laughs) Can't wait for y'all to figure out why. All right, so when you're at wit's end, out of resources, nowhere to turn, we can call on God. You can look with me now at our scripture for today, Psalm 86. I'm gonna read the first 11 verses. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am devoted to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you I cry all day long. Gladden the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call on you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my cry of supplication. In the day of my trouble, I call on you, for you will answer me. There's none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. All the nations you have made shall come and bow down before you, O Lord, and shall glorify you, for you are great and you do wondrous things. You alone are God. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Give me an undivided heart to revere your name. The word of God for us, the people of God. The title of today's sermon is Doing Business with God. I began this past Wednesday in my office with a cup of coffee and the USA Today article entitled, Eight Types of Insurance Coverage and Policies You Need in 2024. Anybody else read that article? I came across the article because I was curious just how many types of insurance are out there. And the top eight didn't surprise me. I doubt they'll surprise you either. Homeowners, renters, auto, health, life, disability, long-term, and then my favorite, umbrella insurance. And certainly that's not all kinds of insurance. The bank has insurance on the money that we store there. There's travel insurance. We at our home just got insurance for the main water line to our house. I didn't even know that was an issue until our neighbor had an issue and we realized how old ours was. You can find insurance for almost everything. And I value it for sure. Especially as I get older and I see with my own eyes how things can go wrong, you know, how our bodies can let us down. Accidents happen, natural disasters, they just come, they don't care. It makes sense. 
to mitigate risk when we can. It makes sense to protect ourselves and our loved ones. It makes sense to wanna restore our possession like a car in an accident, to wanna restore it to its condition before. So don't get me wrong, I like insurance, okay? I value it. Here's my one issue with it. It's only great if you have it. Insurance only works if you have the foresight, the resources, and the time to set up the policy and start paying into it before you need the help. And there's just no way we could predict and protect ourselves from every possible scenario. I mean, we can try, right? We can read that article, we can sign up for each of those eight insurance policies and more, but then here's the thing, there's no guarantee that the coverage you get is gonna protect you from everything that you need. I really should apologize to the insurance people in the room, you know? <laughs> like this is what you do for a living and I'm grateful, promise. I didn't think about that for the first service. Here's the thing though, sometimes, this happened to me before, I call up my insurance company and uh, I love these words, they say, oh, that's not the coverage that you have or you don't quite have enough. All right, here's the best part about doing business with God. Are you ready? You don't need a policy. You don't need a policy to call on God. You don't need to pay a thing to call on God. Has anybody ever told you that before? When you need God, you call on God and God is there, period. God is accessible, always, no matter what. No matter if you've never called on God before. No matter if you've never truly believed in God before. No matter if you found yourself making fun of people who believe in God. When push comes to shove, and you need something from God, it doesn't matter who you are or what you've done, you can call on God. Now I wanna acknowledge like upfront that doing business with God is not fair. So if you're somebody who likes fairness, you're just gonna have to hang tight, okay? It does not make sense, it's not fair to those of us with like human business minds who operate in the world of business today. To those of us who are here today setting up policies with God, you know, contributing every week, every morning, reading God's word, trying not to sin, it's real unfair then that Joe Schmo who doesn't give one flip about Jesus or doing anything that Jesus says can have the same access the same access to God's benefits as each of us. I wanna let you know right now, that's just the way it is. There's no use in getting worked up about it. No use in trying to change God's mind. It's God's business. God gets to decide. It's mind boggling, isn't it? Because doing business with God is so different from the way we do business in any other part of our lives. In every other business, there's transactions, right? You do this, you get this. 
Clear expectations, clear consequences. With God, it's not the case. God always begins the deal. You call, I'm here. Look with me at verse seven. The psalmist has something to tell us about doing business with God. Verse seven reads, in the day of my trouble, I call on you for you will answer me. You will answer me. God's promise is sure. And that's pretty cool. That means when you call up on God, you aren't gonna be on hold for 15 minutes with some elevator music that you hate. And when you finally get the voice of someone, it's not gonna be some dude named Ronaldo across the sea at a call center and you can just tell that he does not wanna be talking to you. And he's just waiting for that moment where you say one word where he can loop you back into that elevator music. That happened to me this week, y'all. Has it happened to any of you? It's not gonna happen with God. When you call on God, you get God every time. This is good news. This is the best news for the man who finds himself being prosecuted for a crime he committed. It's good news. And it's good news for the woman who has just been given a life-threatening disease diagnosis. It's good news for the teenager who just got in their first car wreck. It's good news for the kid who's getting bullied at school. It's good news. And it gets even better. Look with me at verse five. The psalmist says, for you, O Lord, you are good and forgiving. You know how sometimes when you're on the phone with insurance, you just don't know what the person ate for lunch before they answered the phone, you know? We know how God's going to respond to us. Listen to this. You, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to who? To all, all who call on you. Not only is God gonna pick up on the first time you call, but God is full of grace. That's God's business, grace. In the church world, we call it justification. We are justified, made right before God, not by anything that we've done, but by the act of Jesus. One act of Jesus sacrificing himself on the cross allows for every sin we commit to be forgiven. Y'all, that's our faith in a nutshell. We are forgiven. We are justified before God because of Jesus. I know some of you are smarty pants like me, and I know what you're thinking. Then why are we at church, Dawn? Why bother? Why set up a covenant? That's the church language for a contract with God. Why pray? Why read? Why do anything that Jesus tells us to do? Here's why. Because attending to our faith through these practices that I just named helps us hear God's response. Anyone can call on God. Not everyone hears God's voice. I'm gonna say that again. Anyone can call on God. Not everyone can pick up on God's response. It can help us to do these practices, praying, coming to worship regularly, reading scripture, because it trains our brains, our bodies, to hear God's voice, to witness God in the world. And that process is called sanctification. That's our part 
of doing business with God. God's side of the deal is justification. That's done through Jesus, taken care of. Our side of the deal is sanctification, living the life of faith so that we can recognize God's voice. It's there, y'all. There's one more part of doing God's business that's not fair. I'm just gonna go ahead and put it out there. I like to tell people what to expect, okay? Sometimes the new to faith guy is gonna hear God's voice better than the been here every week guy. I mean, I'm not hearing any gasps, that's pretty scandalous. There's no hierarchy to righteousness. There is God reaching out God's side of the deal to us through Jesus. And then there are all of us forgiven sinners who are trying to hear God's voice to us. And here's a tip. I feel like that's a good thing to do in business, you know? Here's a tip. If you're gonna do a TikTok, this is the one. Here's the tip for hearing God's voice so you can feel good about coming to worship today. Do faith together. Worship together, read scripture together, pray together because you will hear God's voice clearer in community than you will on your own. For those of us that are new to faith, like maybe it's your first time here, maybe you're just not too sure about all these doctrines, you just are aware that Jesus is real and you need him in your life, this means that this is a safe space where you get to ask your questions and you get to hear stories about faithful people in this room and in our Bible. And for those of us that have been around for decades, sometimes, here's the truth, we can lose sight of why it matters, you know? When there's been some time between when we felt God's scandalous grace for us and all the rhythms of today, we need actually to come and to see with our own eyes how God is doing that in somebody new today. At 9 a.m. we got to see it with a toddler being baptized. Little gray Elaine Cypress got baptized this morning. And I will tell you what, that toddler did not sign up for an insurance policy with the church. Neither did her parents. She didn't need it. She didn't need it. The salvation through Christ, that's God's part of the deal. And it was a visual reminder for each of us of God's scandalous grace. And then you and I, we get to do it at the table. We get to celebrate God's sacrament of communion. We get to remember the sacrifice Jesus made all those years ago for you and for me today when we taste this bread and we taste the juice, the fruit of the cup. God's side of the deal is always sure. You and I showing up today, we're trying to hear God's voice. We're trying to train ourselves, our bodies, to see God in the world today. So as we start a new year, I want you to call out to God whenever you need help, whether you think you deserve it or not. And I want you to do faith together. I might be signing up for a home group that's our small group ministry and registration is open today. Not forever, but definitely today. 
It might be making the commitment to be here to worship with downtown church more regularly in your life, you know? Trying to get here more Sundays, every Sunday, because you expect God to be about doing something new in you. But however you choose to do business with God, I don't ever want you to forget God's promise. In the day of my trouble, I call on you, God, for you will answer me. That's about the best news I've ever heard. Thanks be to God. from this time of worship, may the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the interruption of that Holy Spirit may it be with you and with all those you love and with all those nobody loves. Go in God's peace. Amen. 
If you feel compelled to support the church financially, you can give a secure gift online at downtownchurch.me forward slash give.